2015, early 2015 is when I really was getting traction in what worked for me. And about that time, I met a new group of friends. (laughs) And when they found out how old I was, that's, they all said, wait, you're what? You're how old? (laughs) Oh, well, what are you, what are you doing? Like, and I'm like, oh, well, I just, you know, I do this and together. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, show us what you're doing. Tell us, tell us. I'm like, okay, cool. And um, I put together this really dense PDF for them. And they were like, what? <laughs> they were like, um, what? What? Does it you sound know, for us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you simplify it? I literally had people saying, but what do you put on your face? Like, tell us. Give it to me. Nice. But what, is, what do you put on your face? And, and that's when I said, well, actually, I make the stuff that I put on my face. And they're like, oh, well, we want that. Welcome to the Create Happy Now podcast, dedicated to helping you start your journey to discover true happiness. Join me, your host, Susan Blanton, weekly as we explore the transformation stories and words of wisdom from our Masters of Happiness with tips you can start applying today to create happy now. Hey, this is Susan Blanton with the Create Happy Now podcast. And today my guest is Cynthia Liu. Cynthia is the beauty alchemist and founder of Cynthia Liu Skincare, where she is chief formulator, inventor, and skin whisperer. She has worked with actors, public-facing leaders, and performers whose livelihoods depend on their appearances. Her simple yet potent protocols make it easy for anyone who wants to look and feel their best. Cynthia meticulously formulates, tests, and handpicks superior ingredients to design impeccable formulas, all while conducting comprehensive studies to achieve the most desirable skin responses. This allows her clients to sit back, relax, and enjoy a simple, effortlessly elegant routine for a journey to radiant skin. Her fresh protocols activate the growth of skin, hair, and tissues so that every person can look their best self, even if they think it's too late. So glad, Cynthia, that we got together. I know we have met and talked and you have consulted me about my um, skincare and I bought your products and I am so thrilled and I just want to tell everybody about it. And I want to give you a chance to tell everybody how this came to be. I mean, how, how did you decide to uh, create this product and, you know, what was going on in your life that kind of got to in that moment? And, um, you know, just tell the listeners, your story is fascinating. Oh, amazing. Hi, Susan. It's so good to be here. I, I've been uh, looking forward to this because I know we've had such great conversations before. But um, yeah, I am a skincare formulator. I'm the uh, founder of Cynthia Liu Skincare, where I'm chief formulator. And I also do a lot of skin consulting, skin coaching. I like to call myself the skin whisperer because I really feel that I've honed this ability to understand what skin is saying, um, whether that be my skin or my client's skin, like all the little nuances, all the little details, um, they're all just our skin trying to talk to us, our skin wanting to help us, our bodies just wanting to communicate with us. Um, so yeah, it's really it's really a fulfilling um, path to be on and definitely not one that I ever thought that I was going to be on. You know, like know. as a little girl, I didn't think I'm going to make skincare, like no. <laughs> It you just say, there was your mom was probably saying, wash your face. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah. So it's been an interesting journey. You know, so I'm I'm Chinese, I'm Asian, and I just thought I'm never gonna age and I would never have to worry about that stuff. So, you know, when when I was younger, I would use like just some luxury brand because you know over time i was like okay if it's expensive and if it has a lot of positive reviews 
it must be good. So yeah. I, I remember using a serum and a moisturizer from some like ultra luxury brand, brand which I will not name. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I thought this is going to be fine and it's going to take me through the rest of my life. Um, but, you know, I I started my journey I as a um, cyclist, so a bike racer. Really? Yeah. Wow. I spent hours and hours outside all the time because I'm like essentially a tomboy, really. I just like to be outdoors. <laughs> I want to be, yeah, yeah. I want to be riding my bike. And, you know, again, I still didn't think anything would happen. And just over years of spending, you know, every single day outdoors in peak sunlight, riding my bike, loving life, um, there reached a point about uh, sunscreen your face i did i did use sunscreen because you know i had like um a basic sense of i should use a moisturizer and a serum that's why i was using the luxury stuff and mm -hmm. i should use a sunscreen so i did have a basic understanding of you know this is going to be what takes care of me yeah um but you know over the years and all that time in the sun it really caught up with me still does it yeah yeah and I just started to notice, notice subtle changes at first. You know, my makeup wasn't laying right. I would use the same products, but I remember thinking it looked like really cakey and it just didn't like look smooth. It didn't look good. And I, oh, I thought, oh, I I'm know kind what of you're imagining talking it. about. And I was like, I yeah. tried all these different kinds of makeup and going, what is going on? Like I, I just yeah. try this and try that. And it just wasn't like, sitting on my face and it would like dry or it was like um cake up or the color wouldn't be even no matter how I blended it it was just it's really annoying yeah. and it's then it's embarrassing especially if you get out in the sun and then it's like oh <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> like, that's the worst makeup on I'm like I know but I've been trying to like make it look good and I'm like well it doesn't it's yeah or like the it's the skin yeah or like at the end of the night where you've had like a long day, you've been out with your friends having fun, but then you like look closely in the mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, this is what I look like all day. <laughs> no. Like, like oh, oh, it's all cakey. Like, yeah. So um, I, yeah, I definitely have went through that. And um, so it, it was subtle. And I remember the moment that it really, really, really hit me. I was getting new photos done for my business and I felt really beautiful. I felt like I looked really beautiful. I had a professional makeup artist doing my makeup and my hair. And like, I had these like gorgeous clothes on. When I got the photos back, oh my goodness, I could see so much weathered, just weathering etched yeah. on my face. Like so many wrinkles, like rough skin texture, just really, it looked, I looked like a weathered woman. And now that's is this when it another really business started. before you started this business. Yeah. Yeah. So I was coaching. I've been uh, like co business coaching oh, for a while. Okay. Yeah. I started my career doing web design and graphic design and brand identity. Oh. And, you know, over time, I, I really loved working with people. Like that's the thing that I love the most. Like I would work with entrepreneurs and I would love, I could just, understand their vision when they shared it with me like even when they spoke in the most abstract ways i could turn that into something physical yeah. and it's kind of the same with skin you know like we have an idea of how we want to look like i just smoother or better but i know like okay this is exactly why your skin is looking that way you know this is why the makeup's not laying right this is why it feels rough or it just feels sensitive you know right um and yeah, then you so go I was to a dermatologist and they just try to cover it up with a band-aid, you know, they're just, oh, we'll try this cream, try that, yeah. you know, and and it just it just it doesn't get down to the core. Issue. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what happened to me. So once I got these photos back, I was devastated. I'm like, oh, I didn't really know that this is what I look like now. So I did all the things that you're supposed to do. I, you know, I expanded from my like little two product luxury line to, I tried everything. I bought all the everything. I researched all the products, looked at the five-star reviews, looked at YouTubers. I, what are people using? I tried it all and it didn't really work for me. And it was such a bummer. So I thought, okay, well, this isn't working. 
let's let's get the big guns in we're going to go to a dermatologist Mm -hmm. you know that's Mm -hmm. you know i've got to make that leap it's time and so when i went to the dermatologist though um they gave me a laser treatment to you know even out that skin texture and i got laser burns rectangles on my face that would not go away and that's where they like they they press it on your face right and yeah um, yeah and they just wanted to sell me things so they sold me and i have really dark skin and you're not supposed to use lasers on dark skin but they did and i got these burns that wouldn't go away and they gave me free laser sessions which which shows that they knew they screwed up they're like oh we'll gift you another one you know like that's not gonna help yeah and it didn't help and i felt really i felt really ashamed at that point because i thought i was being punished for being vain Mm. you know i like oh i'm being punished and but and it didn't go away and then this is the more i learned and they gave me all these toxic treatments to put on my face too like hydroquinone i was like i'll take it i'll do it i'll do whatever and of course i'm very like studious with it i did all the things but it didn't make a difference and did they I give you retin-a did... at all i mean what it, what's your take on retin-a retin-a i don't mind retin-a they did give did they give me retin-a no they gave me um hydroquinone i don't mind retin-a i think okay. retin-a is okay if you're using it in the right um way yeah. you want your skin to be really really healthy and then you want to support your skin around using retin-a because it is harsh on the skin so you have to have like really supportive the rest of your skincare has to be really supportive yeah when that. i had uh they i had somebody give uh, me retin-a a few times and they're like oh just a little goes a long way and i'm I, and i put more on it, it didn't phase my skin i wasn't sensitive to it i my skin's not oh, sensitive um but then i mean the I, I haven't had anybody to replenish it. So, um, but I, I love your product. So <laughs> I, yeah. I don't need it now. Uh. <laughs> It'll take you far. Having the right products really makes such a huge difference. Like if you're supporting, if you're using products that have silicones in them, they have a lot of junk and filler materials and you're using Retin-A, I, I almost guarantee that your skin is not being nourished enough to handle it. That's why a lot of people do have reactions to it because their skin is just not as healthy as it can be. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. So, so you were, uh, definitely, um, uh, desperate to figure something out. Oh yeah. 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 I was getting mad. I started to get mad because the more research I did, the more I realized it's kind of like food in the US where you think you're buying like this like niche organic brand, but when you like zoom out, there's like three companies that own everything and they just brand themselves as organic. And it's the same with skincare. It's like three companies that own everything and they just splinter into all these little brands. And just the more I realize how they're trying to cut corners, how they're using more and more filler ingredients, just the number of um, low quality ingredients, even in luxury skincare, that that luxury brand I was using was like once I really aren't you? You're really you're paying for the brand. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, when I looked into what it's made of, I got it was just like, wow, this is actually not good for your skin. So then um, as I got deeper into it, I realized, okay, well, I I also started to think, you know, I can't come from an athletic background and I've been able to do things that I never thought I'd be able to do, like ride faster, be stronger, build all kinds of muscles that I never thought that could develop. So yeah, skincare isn't designed that way. We're just told to like passively put stuff on our face or we bomb it really harshly with lasers or chemical or peels it with a lot of makeup. <laughs> cover it. Yeah, exactly. But we never just like work with the skin to grow it. And so I I started looking into that aspect and then the deeper I got into um how products are made and what's in the products, that's when I so if this is junk, what's good? Yeah. So I started to look at, okay, what's good? What works? 
and I started to pull this ingredient from here and this ingredient from here and this and then I started to put things together and that's when I made my first serum which is the youth infusion which eventually became the youth infusion so I use that and I use um, derma rolling to help to instigate growth in the skin and finally after nearly a year the rectangles on my face went away nice that's that's finally what did it like my own uh concoction with a derma rolling and like like, leveraging (laughs) yeah leveraging the skin's ability to grow i was like i knew it was there it was like it's like a weird knowing even though i didn't know like i didn't know what it was going to look like but i knew there had to be something there right. you know i'd heard all these stories about the body can cure itself of cancer oh yeah and the body is so wise so if our body is that smart then we can teach it to grow skin we can teach it to do to not just get back to zero but go beyond zero and grow i mean i've saw, seen the muscles in my body grow yeah. so i knew that was going from like zero to like beyond zero to plus Absolutely. I think it has a lot to do with setting the intention and then feeding your Mm -hmm. body what it needs in order to carry out your, your wishes, your intentions. Um, but you have to make the, you have to make up your mind that this is what you want. And, and unfortunately, I mean, I trust me, I'm kind of the way you were, uh, where I was, bombarded with all of these different choices oh, yeah. of, of all these <laughs> skin everywhere regimes and nobody really was getting it where I wanted to, and I'm just gonna have to just put up with I guess I'm just gonna you know when when you turn a certain age and then your skin's like well <laughs> it's time to look older and <laughs> You look in the mirror and you're like, whoa, stop, stop. <laughs> and you feel like you're just going to throw in the towel. Well, I guess this is how I'm going to look, you know? And, um, yeah. and, and when you, and I bet when you realized that you had been lied to by all of these skincare regimes, that it's a bunch of fillers, a bunch of hogwash and the money that you spent mm-hmm. was their brand and, um, and an unfulfilled promise. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and what you say too is uh is really relevant that um oh I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I understand. So let me ask you a question. So when um when you had the formula for your face mm-hmm. and you tried it out and the derma roller then when did you were like, I, I have to keep going with this and you, you pivoted your career in a totally different direction? Oh, well, that took a while. You know, that, mm-hmm. uh, that experimentation I was doing was back in 2015 ish. Okay. And I just found the cure for myself and I was like, oh, amazing. Okay, good. Let me go live my life. But, uh, around that time also 20, so yeah i started like deeply researching and experimenting between 2013 and 2015 and about 2015 early 2015 is when i really was getting traction in what worked for me yeah and about that time i met a new group of friends (laughs) and when they found out how old i was that's they all said wait you're what you're how old (laughs) oh well what are you what are you you doing doing? like and i'm like oh well i just you know i do this and together (laughs) yeah yeah and they're like well show us what you're doing tell us tell us i'm like okay cool and um i put together this really dense pdf for them and they were like what (laughs) they're like um what what you've done this down for us yeah yeah can you simplify it i literally had people saying but what do you put on your face like but what is what do you put on your face and and that's when i said well actually i make the stuff that i put on my face and they're like oh well, we want that and that's when i realized oh you do 
okay, well, here, let me, let me make some for you. And that's yeah. kind of how it started. And, and then, yeah, I just saw like such differences in people and it really inspired me. Like it wasn't just my results I was getting. I would see group photos of us and I could see like myself and then my two clients in the group photo. And I'm like, oh yeah, we're glowing. Everyone else is glow, or, you know, we're glowing and like everyone else looks you know, (laughs) but I could see that glow of healthy skin. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's so good. So yeah, that's how it started really. And I love the way it goes on. I love to put it on. I mean, I I just, you know, put it on and I just love how it feels as it's going. I just feel like I'm just, you know, putting youth back on my face (laughs) when I'm putting it on. (laughs) And uh, now I have like, what is it? I have two cleansers and then I've got three of uh, the formulas that you have. And then the, the, yep, the moisturizer, the, the uh, three elixirs. And yeah. um, I love how they all go on. And, um, and I, and I love the smell of the moisturizer that you have mm-hmm. go on and it just spreads everything out so nicely. And I just feel so, so dewy. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's the effect of healthy skin. The makeup skin. goes on better. The makeup goes yes. on better. Yes. And you, you need less really of it. Hard, what's really hard. And um, this is something though that I still struggle with is because you're, you're, as you get older, your eyelid you know, you, you touch your eyelid, it just moves with you, you know? (laughs) And so it's hard to get your makeup to, to smooth out there. Um, and I've had to put, um, like, a. and I know you said this is bad, so I'm out of it now, but I'm still struggling. I put like a silicon, like little thing on, and it really helps to put slide everything on my eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, is that for makeup? Yeah. So when I'm putting, uh, cause I, I struggle, I still struggle. I mean, I'm not over, um, the under eye, um, mm-hmm. discoloration and then right in here, um, mm-hmm. I tend to get dark. And so I put base all over my eye. Um, because I mean, otherwise I'll have raccoon eyes. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and so when I put that on, it's really difficult to put on if I don't put that that just a little thin layer of silicone gel on top yeah. of it. But now I'm at the bottom of the bowl of it. And that's something I wanted What's... to ask you, like, what yeah. can I do to help soften the skin or make it slide the, the, so that the makeup goes on better on my eyes, because, you know, it's right. Your eyelids are just so crinkly, you know, they, they you, you touch them and they kind of stay there for <laughs> I mean, I have trouble putting on eyeliner because my, my skin just kind of goes along with it. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. and you know, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's just, you know, it's, uh, like trying to put lipstick on, you know, um, a, a tissue. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, I would like to have something that just kind of helps because I use a a brush to put it on. I don't use my fingers. I try to like be as gentle as I can with my, Mm -hmm. all the, the, uh, skin around my eye, but I Mm -hmm. want to just have it slide, but it won't slide if I don't have like a silicon gel. So that might be something that, um, I might need to consult you with on. Um, Okay. Yeah. Well, I have a couple I have a couple thoughts on that. So silicones are not bad, but they're not great in skincare. Mm -hmm. So if you're using great skincare Mm -hmm. um, underneath, because if you think of like layering your skincare on like a sandwich, so your skin is here, you want to put the water soluble vitamins and minerals first, so they absorb into your skin so your skin can use it. And then you want to use a moisturizer on top. So that kind of seals it all in and smooths it out. If you want to, on top of that, put silicone, that's fine. Okay. But the 
The problem is most most skincare, a lot of skincare has silicone in it. So oh. your water soluble vitamins are not getting into your skin. Like sense. it's not actually making a difference. So once you've got those layers of nutrition that are on your skin already, mm -hmm. go ahead and like use that silicone. So I don't, yeah, that's that's okay. a clarification. That's a great point. She for, gave me permission to use yeah. um, for well, makeup. And it can really say. actually help to seal seal in that um all the nutrition that's on your skin okay. so silicones are fine in that way when they're the topmost layer when you get when you've got the when you've got your face buttoned up you know with the yeah. right skin care then you can put that on top to as a almost like a protective layer before you put the freaking you know the yeah. nasty makeup on <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's wear just makeup like a, very much, but when I do, yeah, it's, it's just like, like a nice, like, um, a nice seal, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's that's on the makeup side. Yeah. Um, on the actual skin structure side, so what you're describing is just the weakening of structures of the skin because yeah, that's it does happen. You mm -hmm. know, it's not to say that we're never going to age and oh that's what i was going to say before it's like we're marketed to like you reach a certain age and then you just fall off a cliff and then you when you start descending <laughs> down this cliff yeah you're beyond hope you're beyond help like it's over it's over you just accept your fate and just that's it but the skin is not that way you like the skin actually grows so to help that area grow the derma rolling will help like you can derma roll way up to I I do it like when you derma roll up to the eye yeah eyelashes and then you can close your eyes and like derma roll across too mm -hmm. that will over time help to spur the collagen growth and that helps to firm this whole eye area I'm afraid though I'm gonna roll it right into my eyeball <laughs> keep your eyes closed yeah um well why don't yeah. you describe the derma roller so that they understand what we're talking about right okay so the derma roller is this um like wheel device with a handle and it spins and it has these needles on it and the needles will make little punctures into your skin and those little punctures tell your body hey this is where to grow this is what to heal it's kind of like when you work out when you lift weights you're actually creating micro tears in the muscle and that signals to the body hey grow more muscle mm -hmm. that's how we build muscle so it's the same with the skin we signal to the body hey this is where i want you to pay attention bring your soldiers here let's build something let's build the, <laughs> build the you skin. know what it reminds me of okay so if you would so if you kind of take like a razor and imagine a razor and then you know how those aerators you have in your yard to poke holes in your yard <laughs> so uh -huh. that's what it's kind of like you know it's kind of like aerating your skin and it it's mm -hmm. not i mean the needles aren't like it's gonna not make your bleed or anything like that you know yeah, that's it's, right. it's just kind of um initiating the kind of stirring up the pores and yeah um yeah because when i put it on i'm like i didn't bleed or anything like that i mean it just feels kind of little tingly as you uh roll over it and cross hairs back and forth right yep exactly yeah yeah, yeah. and you know you do it once a week once... about every other week about other two week. to four weeks yeah because yeah. the magic happens in between when your body is just naturally regrowing like the action we just do once in a while right and then you know you, you, you take your skin through that cycle again where you like let it heal you let it come to strong you really let it stabilize before doing it again that's that's really the magic is that time in between and when your skin is healthy and your body is healthy i mean that's that is definitely part of the the happiness component you know mm. because you're it's not like you said, it's not really a vain thing it is you're taking care. I mean, this body is the only body that we have for the rest of our lives. And yep. we need to nourish it, not just on the inside, eat, eat good food and exercise, but we need to take care of our skin and not just on our face, on our body. And, um, because it's, it's a, it's an organ. It's a freaking yeah. organ. It's the 
what the biggest organ we have. Um, <laughs> and it's our, heaviest. And it's our protective organ. I mean, we can't live without it. I mean, <laughs> we just can't. So, um, but is there anything that we can do for like, not just our face, um, like our arms and, and legs to, to help with that skin? Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I just, I just formulated a new product called fresh firm body, which I love is super fun. The, the, the way it came about too, is, you know, one, one morning I was sitting on my meditation cushion, cross-legged, it was end of summer. So it was warm. I was wearing shorts and I look down and I see my legs are just so dry and ashy and they were uncomfortable too. They were like a little itchy. And I thought, oh, well, that's okay. That's, that's not attractive. And it just doesn't feel good either. Yeah, so I thought, I, okay, let's, yeah. yeah, let's, let's figure this out. So I tried, as I usually do, like, you know, I tried finding the solutions. I tried oils. I tried this lotion. I tried that lotion. I tried, you know, to different techniques to make things more effective. And I just couldn't find a solution. Like nothing was really making a difference. And then it finally occurred to me, oh, oh, I'm supposed to come up with this. I'm supposed to invent this. And that's how I've, that's how I've grown my skincare business, really, because I started with two elixirs, which is the Youth Infusion and the Super C, because the Super C helps to even skin tone and texture and build strong, healthy skin. It goes really well with derma rolling. That was like my core set for many, many years. But over time, the universe just kept nudging me towards like, no, you're supposed to do this. You, People need you more stuff, Cynthia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, exactly. You know, the skincare market is so vast. I'm not, I'm not necessarily here to like invent something that's already out there because if I can find it and if I can buy it, I'm happy to buy it. But more and more, <laughs> as I was looking for solutions for myself, nothing would fit my criteria. Like even when I was looking for the right lotions, I would literally be in different stores turning over the labels like, nope, 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 nope. And then and and nothing what I did try, nothing worked. So finally, I started working on a body serum. I knew that that my skin on my face got healthy because I was using this water soluble vitamins like niacinamide, vitamin C. They help our skin is alive. You know, our faces are not leather. Our faces are not a boot where you just rub leather on it and you hope it softens. Like that's not how her skin works. Her skin is alive. So it needs those water soluble vitamins and minerals and peptides to help it grow. So I knew that's what made a huge difference to my face. So I started to invent something for the body. And I actually worked with a test group of men <laughs> to develop this because I wanted something that would feel like nothing on the skin that would just leave your skin yes. feeling just totally healthy. And I knew, you know, we women, we're used to putting oils and lotions on our bodies. And even if we don't love how it feels, we've gotten used to it. We'll do but, it anything. <laughs> we'll yes, do anything to make it better. Exactly. Exactly. And I knew like most men have zero tolerance for anything that feels like anything on their skin. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I um, consulted a, a, a group of men that had different lifestyles. So some were athletes, some were just like professionals, but all of them, they just didn't want to feel it on their skin. So I kept reformulating and like we kept trying different formulas until finally I landed on, okay, this is it. It feels great. It's working. And that's what finally made a difference for my legs, like, and my skin, like no more ashiness. I made it through winters without that itchiness. Like I always would itch in the winter because my skin would just get so dry. And, oh, you know, as God, we get older, it feels just like it's, it's so thin, you know? Yeah, exactly. As we get older, it just naturally happens. Like I've seen my skin over phase and phase and phase just change and you know it's about learning to navigate these changes and not mm -hmm. not um being angry at our bodies for changing but supporting our bodies as they're changing and that's when the serum came about and and that self-love journey has been really an, an integral part of my journey too because when i first started if you notice like the words i used to describe how i felt 
when um, my skin started to age, like I felt ashamed, I felt bad. So I tried to like force it into submission <laughs> to do what I wanted. But yeah. the more I came into this journey, the more I realized this is really a journey of self-love and seeing how wise the body is and seeing how the body can co-create with us. Like the body wants to help us. The Absolutely. body wants to be here for us. So how do we how do we leverage that instead of trying to like force it to do something? What does it want to do and how can we support that? Like our skin wants to be healthy. The skin structures want to be solid and have integrity. And and when our skin is in integrity, it informs the rest of our body like, hey, this is what integrity looks and feels like. So it's a it's an outside in process too. Well, you know, isn't there this study? I can't remember who the science scientist was. Um, maybe I'll put it in the show notes later. That did a study on water and talking to this one water one way and talking to this jar of water another way. Uh, one was mm -hmm. kind of more of a negative. One was more of a positive. And the crystals changed yeah. in the water itself. And they looked beautiful in the ones where in the jar of water where he spoke lovingly to. And mm -hmm. the, the crystals and the water crystals in the jar where he, you know, was angry at it and insulting it. It the it would they were just all over the place. They weren't even symmetrical. And mm -hmm. guess what? Our, our body's what? 70% water. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and especially our skin holds a lot yeah. of the water. And so if we are not, you know, if we're looking in the mirror and going, oh, you know, yeah. what are we doing? What are we doing to exactly. those water crystals in our body? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why the, my products are named, they have great names like, um, the cleanser is the love because, you know, when we cleanse our skin, it's usually, oh, I'm taking all the bad stuff off. But no, we are loving our face. We're sending it appreciation for how it's taken us through the world. And the moisturizer is called adore because, you know, this is an opportunity to adore yourself and adore your skin. Yeah. So these are, it's really beautiful. On that water study, there's another woman, Vita Austin, who took that even further where she um she took little petri dishes of water and she she would like put think of the number four put it on top of like a drawing of the number four and she would put it in the freezer and it would come out in the shape of a four wow or yeah or she would put it on top of a picture of a braid and it would come out the crystals would be braided so water is conscious water is like communicating with us this is our bodies right mm -hmm. and so it really it really brings like the importance of manufacturing too this is this is why i'm so passionate about what i do now it is like you know before it was a hobby and i wasn't sure if i was going to continue this but right now now it is just no like we we can treat our bodies better. Manufacturing, the whole process of manufacturing can be done with love and yes. peace. And when we put that like peace and love into every part, like I take the raw materials out when we are formulating and they just send it love and send it thanks. And then we create the product and each piece of manufacturing, there is just so much love because it matters. It's conscious. It's it then feeds into our skin and it makes a huge difference. It's like bl blessing, like putting yeah. a blessing on all of the ingredients and in the water mm -hmm. that are, that's going to be, you know, in the, in the product. Um, I think that's super important because it, that's not what's going on in a lot of the products that we receive no. and buy and consume. And the fact that your manufacturing, you know, that's part of the protocol is yes, absolutely into the, the, the ingredients themselves. And, um, yep. and, and I certainly, I mean, this sounds silly guys, but it, I feel that, I mean, I have tried everything. I mean, I was a Mary Kay consultant 
for a mm-hmm. few years and I consumed it. And I, you know, I learned a lot about, I mean, I'm not going to ditch them too much because I know that they, they've had a, a good run for many, many years, but I've tried that. And like you, I've tried, um, a lot of, I mean, I'll, I'll spend pretty penny on some, um, skincare products and, uh, and I, you know, it wasn't until like, and I'm not blowing smoke. It wasn't until I started using your product that I really enjoyed doing the, the regime, the, the regimen, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and it, and, and it doesn't take that long and there's no like, alcohol or anything that you have to put on, you know, like, um, it's just the three little serums that they feel so good going on. And, um, and, and that almost feels like love itself when you're putting them on, you know, um, so it's how they're designed. (laughs) So, uh, not only are you, you know, giving your own body self-love, but these products are actually an act of self-love um, in more ways than one. <laughs> and I, I mean, I have been complimented, um, where they're like, what are you doing? What have you been doing? Uh, Ooh, I love uh, it. So, um, so I, I definitely love this program. Um, so tell us a little bit more about what you have planned, um, with your, the Cindy Lou product line, Cynthia product yeah. line. Oh yeah. You know, I just, um just building out that product line right now just getting it in front of more people um because i think it's it's easy to fall for all the marketing that we get dished mm-hmm. <laughs> and and just so knowing hard. that there is yeah there's different there is a different way like from from like very deeply there is a different way of doing it like these products may have some nice ingredients in them, but, you know, also how are they manufactured and, you know, how, what's your ritual in, in using them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just getting the word out about it because um, it's, it's not about, we're not about that um, self-flagellation anymore in skincare. It's really like we hear, uh, oh yeah, it's about self-love. Well, what is self-love? And you know, it comes from many different ways. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not only just rejuvenating the body, it's really rejuvenating the the mind and the body and the spirit when you're, when you're doing this, because I mean, just from the sounds of it, I mean, first of all, you're adding that um, self-love part and then the way it's manufactured. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and I mean, it just integrates everything into it and I'm, I'm, I'm such a big fan. (laughs) Uh, And I'm like, okay, so I'm waiting for makeup from you. I'm waiting for uh, a hair care line. Um, I would love that. Yes. First. Yes, definitely. Actually, that's, those are, (laughs) those are in the works, um, makeup and, and hair care. It's, you know, the development cycles there, they've, they're long because I, you know, test, research, test, research, and then iterate, keep iterating. You know, the moisturizer took three years to develop. So, yeah, yeah. but we do, we definitely do have hair care in the works because, you know, I know a lot of hair care out there is based on silicones and there is a way to, to navigate it where you're working with your hair and helping it to soften and like really having the healthiest hair possible so that it can withstand even heat styling and yeah well another thing is that it's it's your scalp health Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. your scalp health um because your your scalp is not healthy then you're not going to be growing healthy hair either Um, yeah so that's that's super um important in in my book um, yep. I, I mean, I struggle with that because I have long hair and that just kind of goes along with the show sometimes. And that's the only part of my body that's really had a lot of sensitivity. Um, and so I'm really picky about my hair care products. Um, when you say sensitivity on your scalp, what, what kind of sensitivity? Yeah. Because it's unusual. The rest of is 
your skin is quite it's resilient, just, right? It's just, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, my, my family usually like my mother, um, has always had like allergy reactions and I've never had any allergies and, um, mine is just, uh, it gets really, it's not dandruff. It's just dry almost to the point where it, it hurts. And if I put too much moisturizing on it, then that makes sense. So, you know, it's just one way or the other, I don't have a balance. And so that's what I struggle mm. with. Mm -hmm. Oh, but, um, that's interesting. Yeah. Again, like shampoo ingredients for the most part are pretty harsh. Yeah. And so that's probably why you're experiencing that irritation mm -hmm. on the scalp. They formulate things. So yeah. Oh yeah. yeah definitely. So I'm excited to try yours when you have it out. So, okay. You gotta go, Hey, it's ready. <laughs> or <I got> a <laughs> prototype. You want to try it out? See if it works. Um, yes, definitely be your guinea pig for anything you've got, Cynthia. <laughs> oh, fantastic. I love that. I love that. I'll be sending some hair care samples your way then. Test them out for me. Awesome. Awesome. So Cynthia, um, I always ask my, um, my guests, what is your happy hack? You know, we've been talking Ooh. about, um, you know, self-love and, and, um, you know, the protocols that you have in place, um, to, um, infuse happiness into your products. But so I know you've got to know a little bit about happiness. So what's your happy hack mm. when you've kind of gotten, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's been a lot of frustrations um, along the way and um, in trying to get it just right, because I know you really want the right product for your, you know, so what do you do when you just are frustrated or kind of get down or uh, doubtful mm. or anything like that? Ooh, great question. Um, you know, each, each down I feel is for different reasons. So I don't necessarily have a, a single go-to, but usually if I feel down, the first things I look at are, you know, sleep and nutrition mm -hmm. and like, you know, it's so exciting. I love what I do so much that sometimes I can not get enough rest. So that's, those are the first things I look at, like, okay, do I just need to close my eyes? And that's one of actually the first things that I do most of the time. If I'm feeling down, just like close your eyes, just sensory deprivation. Just, <laughs> yeah, like not trying to force anything, but just being super present. Where am I now? What am I doing? All right, <laughs> and then just being. And then from there, usually something comes up, you know, sometimes, you know, if I'm like in a lab, like, like this all day long, like, oh, wait, let's dance, you know, you know, the next thing will show up, like once I get a little still, okay, let's dance, we need to move. Or it's sometimes it's, hey, let's play some music. Yes, yeah, yeah. Pattern interrupt was huge. That's an awesome, glad you brought that up. Because yeah, interrupting, just, just pivoting to do a completely mm -hmm. different activity than what you're doing now. And just, um, you know, change, change your location, change, mm -hmm. don't change your clothes. I mean, <laughs> that where I'm yeah. like, I just, I, I just don't like what I'm having on, you know, I need to like put on some comfy clothes because I need to feel better. Yeah, um, exactly. Sometimes it's a pattern interrupt and sometimes it's not though. And that's why I mean, it's like not necessarily formulate to just okay. like pattern interrupt. I love having all those different like ways to pattern interrupt totally. But sometimes it's just taking, it's just being still, being silent, being, being, not trying, not doing, not thinking, just being. And then yeah. going right back into where I was. Like sometimes the solution too is, you know, just beyond what I was working on. Yeah. It's so true. Um, yeah, there have been so many times where I'm like, try and try and try and try and try. And it's like, it's the trying that almost keeps you from achieving. And you just kind of have to back off, back off. And, yeah. and maybe look at it from a different point of view, or, you know, you might have like a subconscious thought that comes in and goes, you need to be doing it this way. Oh, or you just need to wait and someone comes to you with, oh, hey, did you know this information? 
Oh, yeah. that's what I needed to know in order to move forward. That's why I wasn't moving. You know, that's why I kept trying and coming, coming up on a wall. So sometimes you just have to wait or let go, let go of what you're doing at that moment. That's super powerful. Yeah. Just yeah. stepping back like into that. being yeah. and knowing that, knowing that we're probably just humaning we're just thinking our way through things we're just trying to like use our brain and now like the infinite intelligence has ways of getting to us that if we don't stop we try to with our human limitations get to where we're going with force it doesn't work and that's when you know things come up like like somebody will come and say the perfect thing or mm -hmm. you'll even look at like I'll even look at the beaker differently and then an idea pops up, but that's, you know, infinite intelligence working through us. And sometimes we can get really caught up in, in doing the thing and we don't let that infinite intelligence flow through. It's just yeah. like, if you're looking for something and you look and look and look and look and you can't find it. And then you're just like, ah, well, I just can't find it. And then somebody says, here it is. And you're like, well, I was looking there. It was there all along, <laughs> but because you were so like, I have to find the, this, the keys or whatever, um, you're, it's, you're missing it. Like it's almost, it's almost got a, a, a cloak over it that you know, you're, <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. It has been like, I know that I looked there. All right. And so it's almost like there was a cloak over it and you did not see it because you were so coming from a place of lack coming from a place of not having it that you couldn't see it yeah yeah yep exactly awesome. exactly awesome <laughs> well Cynthia it has been a pleasure as always talking to you um I could just talk to you for days and um <laughs> and I wanted to see if you could um you know let the audience know how to get in touch with you where can they find you sure. if they're interested in your products? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me at CynthiaLou.com. That's C-Y-N-T-H-I-A-L-O-U.com. That's where my skincare is. And you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at CynthiaLou underscore. And yeah, I'd love to is offer it underscore too. underscore in between? Your Cynthia, Cynthia underscore. Lou underscore. Oh, Cynthia so Lou underscore. Oh, I didn't know there was like, you could have an underscore at the end. That's trailing underscore. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Cynthia. I'm so glad you were here and we're definitely going to have you come back because we yes. had another topic that we talked about. We, we want to come back on. So have a juicy a topic coming up. I know. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's always great to chat with you. Yeah. I love it. Talk forever. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Create Happy Now podcast. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell. If you have a topic to suggest, please leave a comment below. Catch the Create Happy Now podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, and Podchaser. Check out other YouTube videos on the Create Happy Now YouTube channel. And if you want more, check down below for resources, courses, and events, or go to www.createhappynow.com.